Hello, and welcome to the other episode of Two Thumbs Undecided. Yes. A show where Sam, my brother, and I... That's me. That's Sam. Hello. Hey, We talk about movies and media and just anything to do with it. Now, we are calling it uh, Two Thumbs Undecided uh, because I think we don't really... The, the thing about film, the thing about art in general, is there's really no right and wrong, you know? I think a lot of times, we might talk about this later, but a lot of times there's the star system of this is three stars, this is four stars. Two potatoes, we, five two potatoes. Two potatoes, hot potato, blue potato, one potato, one fish, two fish, whatever. I mean... I, I, I want people to come away with this feeling that there really isn't, uh, there really isn't any... This uh, is a nihilist uh, objective. podcast. <laughs> yeah. There really is this no This is a nihilist then. podcast concerning um, movies. Yeah. I mean, Michael Bay still has a career, so <laughs> something must be, I mean, something, in his universe, right. Yeah. yeah. See, but we think it's Or off. maybe it's on. Who knows? Are Who's we on? Say? Are we off? We're going to give but our But my opinions. opinion is Michael Bay sucks. Yes. But anywho, the first segment we want to start out is it's a segment all about um, news. What's going on? in film news this week. And there's a lot going on in the world when it comes to uh, news. You got the Me Too issues. Uh, you, uh, you got uh, the Me Too uh, thing. You you got... And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's all that's going on. That's, uh, but we're going to talk about something else a little little more minor. Yes, something um, really indie that nobody talks about. Yeah. A West Side Story remake. Yeah. Now, uh, as I was looking up through the internet, as I do... Um, you do that a lot. <laughs> People talk about you on the internet, and it's like... I'm glad. Yeah, they you, you're known for that. I'm looking through the internet, and you know what? I'm looking through cinemablend.com. <laughs> so Cinemablend, I was looking through their website, and my balls from my face see something uh, that says... And this is the exact title. The West Side Story remake is moving forward with... What? The director... The man himself who directed the pilot episode of Columbo, Steven Spielberg. Oh, man. Pilot episode McGee. Of Columbo. And he also directed Night Gallery. All these great TV mm, shows. Yeah, he's a good TV show guy. And I so heard. they're moving along. They don't have a time uh, set, but he will be working with the great Steven <laughs> Spielberg. No. Oh, he's also working with Steven Sodom Sodomberg. Sodomberg. Sodomheim? Yeah, Son Leonard, yeah, son of him and Leonard son Bernstein. Leonard Bernstein, guys, give it up for Zach. Leonard Bernstein. <laughs> that, I, that's his name, Leonard Bernstein. Well, you said it wrong. No, I, I said Leonard Bernstein. <laughs> no, you didn't. Bernstein. All right, we'll let the I'm audience with the computer. We'll let the audience decide. Decide. <laughs> Please comment below. Did Zach say Leonard Bernstein right? I, Anyways. This isn't like, um, oh, yes. So anyway, anyways, that's exciting. So that, that is exciting because one, West Side Story, I believe 1960, won the Oscar and it was... 1957. It was not 1957. I'm looking at it right now. I'm talking about the 1960s Oscars. It might, no. 61. I, oh, okay. So it was 61. You were, oh, you were... I was off by one. So the 1961 Oscar, it won. Uh, and it was one of the first, if not the first musical to win. If you guys haven't seen West Side Story, don't watch. Don't don't watch it. No, no, don't don't, watch don't it. listen to this podcast. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, no, yeah, don't listen to this podcast. You should probably, you know, pause it and come back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pause it, watch it, love it, come back. I or love not, West Side you know, Story. It's yeah, it could be undecided. 
Yeah. Um, but if you don't love it, then you might be deemed wrong Roscoe. in certain in in certain uh, circles. Circles, big circles. Yeah, uh, probably the world. Yeah. Um, the but like maybe if you're on Mars, on. yeah, flat Earthers might agree with you. Um, I, let me give you a little like. <laughs> Bo opposite. might agree with you. B Bo is what B- I call him. Bo, now, yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Um, yeah. Officer Kropsky, you gotta be gay. This um, is from the movie itself, guys. I'm, yeah. I'm pushing play. Officer Kropsky, yeah, what do you say? You smell like manure, but hey, that's okay. See? That's a really, Unpause. really good, um, uh, really good sound quality mm-hmm. we got from these computers. Um, so that's, but, that's what's happening in the news. Yeah. So that's what's happening. And also, you know, Steven Spielberg, this might, Hopefully this might boost his career. He seems like a young buck. Yeah, well, he's he's definitely been on the down low. I think uh-huh. he's been pretty depressed. Uh-huh. He's grown that beard. His eyes don't work as well. You're talking about David Letterman. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I get those two confused. A lot. I get them confused all the time. People just. I always just... say, I always think he directed the pilot of Columbo. I'm like, who? Wait, yeah. did Spielberg direct the pilot of Columbo? Yes, he did. Wow, that's pretty big. It is big. I also Spielberg. Yeah. Yeah, he directed the pilot, but there was another one that was like a movie. It wasn't really Columbo. It was like Prescription Who directed murder. that? Uh, the guy who created it. Oh. Yeah, like Gary Leonard. Gary Coleman. Yeah, Gary Coleman. So, um, okay, so that was our um, segment uh, yeah. called uh, Zach and Sam Do Movie News. All right, and we'll put the uh, the thing here. I like the little... <laughs> yeah, we'll use that for later. <laughs> it's like a seance. Oh. <laughs> Also, uh, we I, I want to really quickly um, give a little shout out. If you guys, um, tonight is the last showing of the acclaimed Beauty and the Beast Jr. at Deer Leaks Middle School. What the heck? I mean, <laughs> that musical is so good. It was so good. But also, it when you're listening to this, it happened a week ago. So you probably won't. Unless you're hearing me talk, like, actually now live. So, we just... Like, I don't know you. if I, like, hit a button and it's going live. Uh-huh. But I'm just saying, you should see... It's in Deer Lakes, which is in Pittsburgh. Petition uh, for it to come back. Petition, with yeah, cast. with the same cast. Uh, especially, I think there needs to be more of an emphasis on the, the little kid that played LeFou. Yeah, for the record, uh, Sam also, and I go around to middle schools <laughs> and watch the musicals yeah. uh, just so we can laugh. Just so we can, love. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, <laughs> so, we can, <laughs> so we can feel, so we can uh, laugh again. We, yeah, yeah, I rarely laugh outside of middle school musicals. I don't, I don't get, it's my, yeah. that's my tier. That's I honestly my don't like when actors become good because then I'm like, I can't laugh. Exactly. Yeah. It's just like they're not good enough. So yeah. middle school's just the right age. Yeah. Where they... It's like right when they think that they can act, but they still definitely can't. I would feel let down. Who's the kid from Room? Jeremy Jeremy Tibbins? Clarkson. I would Oh no, Tim Tibble. I would Tim... hate to see a music like if I went to a middle school play. Thimble? And... I would I would hate it if I went to a middle school play and it was like Oh, I can't wait to see this bad acting. You oh know? yeah, and, and then like all of a sudden, really it's like, good actor whoa, comes whoa. Up. I'm feeling things. Like this is actually yeah. Good. I don't want to feel things. In a I want a kid school. like not care. I want to get his lines. Yeah, that obviously looks like he doesn't want to be there. His mic is horrible. Yeah, the, whoever is running the mic just did not know what a mic was. Yeah. Um, but anywho, like we should thing. move on though with what this show, what our main meat of our show is. <laughs> Why? <are you> even... <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> 
And we're going to be talking about a very interesting production company um, called A24. Now, A24, if you guys don't know what A24 is, you know, I'll tell you. Zach's looking it up right now. He doesn't know. A lot of um, you, Yeah. It's spelled Let's out, Let's just say actually. A24 has uh, a very interesting uh, array of filmography. Uh, recently, they came out with... Um, uh, Good Time, which I mentioned before. They came out with uh, Florida Project. They came out with Lady Bird. Disaster Artist was A24. And before last year, guess what they did? Moonlight. They produced Moonlight, which I don't know if you knew this or not with the whole Oscar debacle, but Moonlight won the Oscar for Best Picture. And apparently they do TV shows too. Two Dope Queens. TV show was last episode, Zach. So let's, um, let's keep on track. Um, anywho, so A24 um, is, is the, a very, some would argue, is the best product, uh, uh, film production company today. Yeah, well, I mean, I would we have could to... talk about like the 30s was MGM, then the 70s was Paramount, then you had, I mean, a bit too soon, but 90s was Miramax, but now is A24. Um, and they're coming up with film after film, Ex Machina, um, starting with Spring Breakers. They have a wide variety of films. Uh, and But, uh, Zach here, what, what is your opinion on, on the production company A24? I like it. They're, they do a good job. I just think there's definitely a look to A24. Um, so I watched, per Sam's request, Sam for... Uh, uh, a, a holiday celebration um, gave me this movie called... It was Christmas. Spoilers. Good Times. He gave me Good Times. And he said, Zachary Luther Ferguson, hmm. you got to see this movie. This movie is fantastic. And I said, I believe you, Sam. Mm, Two months call. later, I watched it. <laughs> and I thought it was okay. But it's just that the, all their movies have kind of the same feel. Though I will say, Ex Machia, I think so good. you're you're. Granted, I have not seen all of the A twenty four films, but I've seen all the movies you've seen. True, and you are but, like but name a few movies that are quote unquote similar of theirs. Okay, well, I think Disaster Artist had kind of the same feel as say Lady Bird. It just really a, a you would bit. say that. Granted, I have not seen Disaster Artist, but it does not look similar to everybody's Lady Bird. doing the uh, the shaky camera. To me, that oh that's... okay, all right. So A24's thing is they they shake the camera. I, I think everybody shakes the camera, but I don't like shaking. the Oh camera. man, watch out, guys! If you're trying to please Zach, don't shake the camera. Don't shake the camera. Just which don't. Means... Office is is no, office fine. Office is fine. They did like TV. Right. I like that. I mean, it's a documentary. You know what's the yeah. point? I mean, I know the point of the. And actually, tell you the truth, that was the thing that annoyed me with Moonlight. <gasps> yep. Whoa. Okay, there. this guy just doesn't. I do not okay, like. Okay, it seems camera. like Zach just doesn't have a vendetta. It, you just have a vendetta. Put it on a tripod. But put, what if the tripod's shaky? Well, it shouldn't be shaky. I know you're trying to go for that, like, oh my goodness, it's like real life. It's like that. Uh, that she, it's, it makes you nervous. I really like that. That that's what. Is there anything else besides a twenty at a twenty four that you think is? Look, I'm just saying, if people are saying. Uh, you know, a uh, Vincent Van Gogh painting is fantastic, but there in every single one of his paintings, there's like a guy 
in a goofy ma- uh, mass shrugging. Mm-hmm. It's like that distracts me. It's like, yeah, but that's, you know. Well, let me tell you a little story. Um, so there was this time uh, I, I was I was in a film industry class and um, the teacher was saying like, Film production companies don't matter anymore, right? You guys don't care who the film production company is. Who here, raise of hands, would care? Like, who cares about if they see the film production company? And I raised my hand high as the sun. And that teacher picked on me and said, what? And I said, A24. If I see that A24 sign, I know it is going to be at least pretty good. It's going to be a good movie, but I'm just saying, I'm looking through their stuff. I'm just seeing like, I, I I can almost like here's a here's like a challenge. Okay, so when Take you out say A twenty four, just show me the trailer. I can almost be like, that's A twenty four, isn't it? So, I'm what not saying movie, that's a bad what thing. movie is what? Just name me a movie that's different from A twenty four, so we can get like a gauge. What's like a different movie? Oh, that's not A24? Yeah, that's not A24. What's something that doesn't fit into this so-called shaky camera realm that you... I mean, the the one thing I will agree with you with, with A24, is the whole thing about how they're, um... Uh... They are... Well, I think the whole indie scene is all the same. The whole indie scene. What about, uh, what about Fandom Thread? Oh. Yeah, that's that, indie. That, that's yeah. That's not really. I didn't see it, but would you say that would be like a twenty four? No, because it's way too slow. And it does, I guess it, that is something about. Are there shaky cameras no. in that? Tripod yeah. is well used. Yeah, because at a twenty four, they're like, uh, "Can we buy? Where are all the like? They they go to the crew to get like equipment, and they go, "Excuse me, we got all the latest technology. We got the red camera. We got the psychoclops. And then somebody says, "Hey, where's the tripods? And we they go, "What's a tripod?" Uh, we have that. We have handhelds. We have, <laughs> we have hands. We have. Why would we need to get tripods? Yeah. I mean, it's real life. Or uh, uh, monopods. They don't even have monopods. I, I swear. You know. I feel like if they put a tripod on there, a twenty-four. Yeah, with just pull. There should be an. There the should be a new division in a twenty-four called a twenty-four three pods. Pods. <laughs> just three to legs. show like. Like movies that we use tripods with, <laughs> and all the audience is like, Ooh. "Whoa!" Yeah, we get see the so one to... thing I don't really understand what you're talking about with shaky camera, because I feel like I, I feel like some movies do and some movies don't. But I, what I, I, I can, I can maybe agree with that. A twenty four has the style, but I mean it's a good thing. But I mean it's done consistently. Oh, is their use of color? A lot of their films are very into color theory. Moonlight Blue was like blue, blue, like blue was definitely a big proponent. Good Time Color was extreme. Uh, what other movies? Um, You're telling me, yeah, they use color. Great Breakers, Yellow was everywhere. Florida Project just very heavily. There's, I feel like they are like kind of like really into color correction and like. The, yeah, but their color correction is all pastel. It seems. For a Florida project, it is. Well, you know, I, I'm looking through it. Their stuff is very on the, like, nothing is, like, blue, blue. Mm-hmm. Everything's either a shade of blue. Oh. And, and then, is that what pastel, pastel means? I don't know. It seems like. <laughs> and uh, everything, seems, below. <laughs> everything seems to be a little bit off, uh, like, uh, color graded, which is cool. I mean, it's nice, but 
Um, but the stories. Okay, there's the image. Also, not a lot of the kids. The stories movies. themselves. Well, Lord Lady of Project Bird. isn't that a Lady Bird was also kind of a. Yeah, that's a kid but thing. I think mm. I think every one of the stories they have made takes a, or not everyone. That's a, a lot of their films that they takes a genre. Takes a genre, and um, makes it more about makes it more specific and more personal. Like for instance, Moonlight. I still think Moonlight is one of the best movies I have seen, merely because it was the first time that I, for those viewers out there, I am a straight male. So I, I when I see a film about homosexuality, I normally can't relate, obviously, because I'm straight. I mean, it's I, it's good movie regardless, but this was the first time that I really felt like I knew exactly, like they were hitting a such a universal human condition, and it did not matter to me at all, did not, like, that he was gay, and I was, like, I there was a complete interlocking of feelings, and it was so amazing that uh, feeling of just completely understanding what this person feels despite that we have very different backgrounds so and that's why i really like moonlight ladybird for instance ladybird it took it this kind of typical mumblecore noah bomb back of a of nothing really happens it, to it's me it's also it, a coming it, it, a very to me it felt like it was a a, a noah bomb uh hollywood mm. edition Noah Baumbach doesn't really uh, make. Oh, Hollywood. so it was more. It was less indie than Noah Noah Baumbach. It seemed like it, like it was hitting just the right time for Oscars and mm. hitting just the right. Like people don't and know. also using a twenty four. A twenty four probably had their hands. A twenty four since Moonlight. Well, you know, it really started a while along with Spring Breakers. Yeah, that was their first one. No, actually, you know what their first one was? It, what? A glimpse inside the mind of Charles Swan three. Starring stinking Charles, uh, Charlie, uh, Sheen? yes. Really? Yeah. Uh, written and I think directed by Roman Coppola. Wow. Yeah. So Coppola, wait, the, so not Sophia. No, the guy who, uh, co-wrote Moonrise Kingdom. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Wes Anderson's friend. Oh, okay. Cool. Um, um, that's interesting. I, I mean, what, it's got a the, the first no, he doesn't. I'm trying to think of like what what's like the first big like not Spring Breakers, but like the first like really art house, A24 film. Uh, I got it all right here. Well, they're all pretty art housey. Uh, Spring Breakers, I would say, is art house. Okay, what's some what's the um, next big film? Under Skin, Under the I don't Skin. Know that. Oh, that's the Scarlett Johansson movie where she's an alien. Oh, I've been told. Oh yeah, that's that. super art house. Because she huh. doesn't really speak a lot. What's also interesting about A24 is they're not. First off, what I was going to say before is A24 is not a subsidiary of anything. They have no parent. Well, they might have like some banker's parent company, but they're not a parent company to any big studio. And that's what a lot of st- – the whole studio system right now, they have the big studios like like uh, Sony and, uh, and, and Warner, like the big main studios, they have their tentpoles that they produce. They put all their money into these tentpole films and make monster movies, car movies, and that's how they make all their money. But how they still make these quote-unquote art house films is they have the the uh, their their indie studios like Fox uh, or 20th Century or 21st Century Fox, I guess. Uh, now bought by Disney, uh, so now uh, has Fox uh, Searchlight. 
Yeah. Um, I think the only Magnolia pictures I think is an independent. I like Magnolia. Magnolia stuff. picture is the, the only I think is the is the is the opposition to A twenty four. Yeah, and I actually think and they I did like the they my, did the go ahead. I like uh, their movies probably more. Whoa, that's my here's the here's this the is where, yes man. The one movie that I can think of off the top of my head was um, I believe Little Miss Lobster. Sunshine. Oh, and the lobster. And the lobster. And well, then they, you also have Paul Thomas Anderson stuff. Oh, that was all Magnolia? Yeah. Oh, he has God, a lot of actually, that stuff. Wow. Uh, I just, I don't really, I'm trying to look. Yeah. I mean, they recently came out with The Square, which was a foreign film. That one, The Cans. Not that it matters, but. Can. Also, uh, well, I like Good it. Time went to Can. Yeah, but it's it didn't. Oh, well, yeah, such is life. Um, but, uh, yeah, I would have to say. Um, I could definitely see there's a style for A24. I would like someone to, uh, yeah, look at this. Magnolia, uh, Pictures has a more, I mean, they've been around longer, yeah, but yeah, they sure. have a more diverse, uh, thing. Like, uh, God Bless America, uh, like, A24 is where art house films go to live. Mm. If your movies are a little slightly, um, to the left, um, I don't know what that, uh, what I mean is like, if the opening, I feel like the opening frame of an A24 film has to open on like, like a, a landscape or a close up where nothing's happening. There's mm. always nothing happening. And then someone walks in and like goes like, hello, I'm John Tito. And then like, do, 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 do. And then it's only a like, Wes Anderson do, 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 do. thing. Well, a little it bit. It seems like Wes, side note, I feel like Wes Anderson's films have really inspired what it means to be indie nowadays. Because I see a lot of directors, who like music video directors or something, really, it's like, this just seems like, it either seems like Wes Anderson, or it seems like Tarantino. Oh, you know what? I'm thinking, no, yeah. Oh, you know what's weird? What? Magnolia Pictures, they do a lot of, they're, it seems like they just do a lot of horror films. Like what? Like what else? Well, it, like, uh, you have Hobo with a Shotgun, that's kind of, uh, Melancholia, which is oh, kind of horror. Oh, they did that? Yeah. And then you have <laughs> Tim and Eric's Billion Dollar Movie. Okay. That would never be an A24. That would not. Okay, I will give you that. Maybe you have won this argument. A24 is, it's It has house, to be intelligent. But it has to be Oscar-y. Yes. It has to it potentially has to... win an Oscar, or if not Oscars, some award. Which I don't think is a, which... Did they do Bixby Bear? Oh, who did do Bixby Bear? It's I like, haven't seen anything about Bixby Bear, uh, but, but it was in Sundance uh, a year ago, and it is, it just, the commercials just seem really weird. A24, it seems so A24. It's not A24. Well, it seemed like A24. Like, well, maybe that disproves your thing, because I'm uh, fairly certain it's not A24. Produced by Lonely Island. Oh. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but there's definitely, I think this should be another topic, indie movies uh, to me, a lot of them have this kind of same look yeah, to them. Yeah, I would agree with you. Uh, you got the shaky camera. All their trailers have that same feel of, like, you have the whistling, like, Yeah, I love that sound. I hate it. Really? I'm just, yeah, oh, you're making exact. fun of me. No, I'm making fun with you. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, thank you. And so I you would don't. Okay. <laughs> um, but, yeah, there's always, like, what? okay, audience, go and watch a indie film trailer, and at some point, like Lady Bird or something. There's always music. You wouldn't ever hear like a... Or like 
orchestra like do 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 it's always like like uh, a young Hi, band I'm something something and, and then it's like a, a indie band and somebody always is there is always like, the indie ooh, band there's always the indie band from late uh, 2000s yeah who uh you could probably like the people you wouldn't ask to get a beer with them or if you did they would have to drink IPAs <laughs> yeah and they one of those <laughs> i drink ipas but i do them from cans mm. they would want it from and a you glass. do it for the taste and i do it for the taste <laughs> not for the well no you know why i drink ipas i drink ipas uh for the can i am definitely a oh the art guy. of the yes. ipa yes see i always get bottles so i don't really look at that's the why i when someone handed me a rolling rock or a bud light I was like, Bud Light, it just says Bud Light. There's nothing to yeah, it. Yeah, it's really You know what stupid. Bud Light looks like? It looks like Hannity's, whenever you see the guy from Fox. Yeah. He he looks like he has the same text from Bud Light. That was so specific. Oh, it's very specific. because Do you watch a lot of Hannity? No, I don't. But it, and the only reason I, I know who Hannity is is just because of the whole debacle while he, he said the whole thing about the New York Times. Oh, that, was so that was so funny. And then 40 and minutes later, like, it was like, so what? The New York Times are right. But isn't that his right? Like, oh, yeah. and, and then I like it how it starts off with, like, the New York Times are trying to distract you with this. <laughs> and then it goes back and he's like, maybe he is wrong. I mean, wrong. Maybe he was lying. We'll, we'll talk and about now, this later. Now Anyways. let's look at this here. Look at this car. And it was a car crash. Yeah. I just, I love it. <laughs> that was so it, funny. It was perfect. I think, here's another thing. To go off a little bit, I think we're getting into the world of people are starting to wake up. Or people are starting to falter. Mm. Things are starting to get Are you talking about movies or I'm politics? I'm talking about everything. Oh. I'm starting to see, you know, I'm starting to see, like, they're cracking with the Oscars. I mean, I'm seeing more of the political side of the Oscars. Mm. I mean, it's uh, always been there, I know, but, but like, more so I feel days. like people are getting more lazy with disguising it. Yeah. Uh, like, uh, with the Fox thing, like, people are messing up in that sort of way. Mm. Um, yeah, the term indie, I mean, it's always <laughs> been kind of like that, where, like, indie is now, it doesn't mean independent. It means... It has... It a, has, means a style. Yes. Uh, yes. And that style is... Thank you for closing your finger. Um... <laughs> And I think a lot of people just want to fit into the style. And granted, that style has some subdivisions to it. Like there's the Wes Anderson style. There's the more mumblecore style. Which you have the A24 style. A24 style, which kind of inherits a few of these things into one. But A24 is indie movies for Hollywood. What I'm also getting at also Hollywood is where movies. are... There's not really any films like really you watch it and you're just like this was made very like this is a very unique film there's not there's not been a film i have seen recently that i'm like this is someone who is really just doing it from like for instance evil dead evil dead change watching it is a very like unique film well, that was a messed up film. Yeah. Actually, a lot of those, and I, by the way, Evil Dead is like one of my, I mean, that series oh, is my, fi- thank you. I know, thank you for lobbying me that ball. Mm, uh, Evil it. Dead series is kind of why I got into film. Um, and, uh, but I think a lot of those 70s horror films broke a lot of ground mm-hmm. because. Was that 70s? Evil Dead? That was 80s. Yeah, that was 80s. Yeah, 80s, <laughs> 80s, 70s, like Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, Halloween, and a lot of them had like kind of allegorical things, mm-hmm. like Alien was about 
like Dawn of the Dead. Dawn of the Dead, consumerism. Mm-hmm. It's just all these like kind of underscore a lot of the horror movies today. The reason why they don't break any molds is uh, it's just a lot of blood and guts. Yeah. Granted, I haven't really seen a lot. Like I, I know, I feel Sharknado, like Insidious. I... Did you see Insidious? Uh, no, because that seems to be like the Wait, real. Is, is that the guy? The I I love the Conjuring. I don't know. Love the. Conjuring. I haven't seen a lot of Patrick. The Wilson. last horror movie I saw was I guess uh, Cloverfield Lane. I mean, I oh, guess that was that, good. Is that a horror film? That is a horror. That film. was good. But no, there's That's... nothing really like completely new. No, I, I mean, but A twenty four. What I would have to say about A twenty four is A twenty four is taking characters that normally are not portrayed into film and giving them a voice. Yes, and I do think that 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 is why it, it they deserve be. all the praise right now is because although they do have a very specific lens, um, I think that lens is it needs to be heard. It needs to be heard, and it and is that these voices need to be heard. These, for instance, um, who did Tangerine? Um, Scott. Uh, Baker. Yeah. Something Baker. Uh, hold on. He I also did Florida Project. Yeah, Scott, Sheen Baker. Sean Baker. Sean Baker. Um, I don't get that. Why is it not Sheen? I see it as Sheen. Well, you also have dyslexia. You're not oh. supposed to know Oh, that. yeah. Sorry, guys. Uh, no, Zach, you, you're healthy. Having dyslexia is not healthy? Yeah. Uh, That's like saying... Well, I mean, it's... I think it's they, a... it accentuates my being. I have more. Oh. I have a thing about me. A twenty-four. I have like, oh, like, hey, yeah. <laughs> you have a uh, twenty-four. Um, also, I am slightly pissed at a twenty-four though because I did um, apply to intern there and they have not. Shout out. Yeah. So if you're listening to this, anyone? Uh, actually, you're recently, um, you may not know this, but uh, I am a recent college grad. Um, so I've been I've been looking around for jobs, and uh, a twenty-four was one of them. And I tried to tweet a lot of their employees. Uh, and LinkedIn and all that stuff, um, and no one's gotten back they to me. Know. So if you work at 824 and for some reason you like what we're saying here, uh, you know. Well, I've been kind of putting down 824 saying. Oh I'm yeah, really... so maybe you might not be helping me. Yeah. But uh, Magnolia well, Films also, or no, Magnolia Pictures. Anywho, I think we should uh, probably get on to our next segment, our, our last segment. Um, which is where I'm gonna we talk read about from Jaws. Yeah, this is this is the segment. Read from Jaws the log. All this would be filmed later, but for now we were concerned with the brief inter inter <laughs> uh, interrogations of the boy by Brody, the discovery of the body by Deputy Hendrix. All right, now on to our next segment, uh, where we're gonna talk about a movie that we've seen this semester or. This week, I got a student. Over. Yeah, right. This week, uh, and we are going to talk about it briefly. I think the movie that we should talk about, because you already touched upon good times. I think the movie we should talk about though is this little movie called Paris, Texas. Oh, um, are we having this discussion? We'll have this discussion. So I saw Paris, Texas recently. Uh, Paris, Texas uh, is this movie indie movie that uh, came out in the eighties, um, and is essentially about a. A, a, a wanderer who runs Played away by Harry from Dean Stanton. Yes, Stanton. who runs away from his his family because he was an alcoholic, and then he gets found by his brother. By his brother, and he gets Played taken back Harry to his son, and then he decides to Dean Stock, and then he decides to take his son and find his the mom, 
and basically abandons both of them. Don't ruin the film. Oh, sorry, spoils. You just. <laughs> I don't. I mean, I don't care. <laughs> but I personally thought, if you okay, if you haven't seen it, go watch it yet because this conversation is fantastic. Went. I did not think so. I did not like it merely because one, call me a Generation Z millennial, generation whatever. Z. I thought it was way too slow. This movie, I could not really pay attention just because there is there is shots that went on for like three seconds longer than it should. There was sequences that went on for like five scenes more than it should have. Dean Stockwell. It's okay. Anywho, um, also the main gist of the story was basically about this bad guy who kept abandoning everyone. And then the movie seemed to portray him in a light like he was the good guy. Like he was the, he was, he learned something. And he learned nothing. He just went to find the kid. He's got some closure for himself. Yeah, but like, if he's and not a good guy, then portray the him end. as a, as a bad guy. We don't, he uh, wasn't portrayed. It, the, the movie ended with him smiling to himself. Him with a city behind him like he was off to his next adventure. He wasn't going, he, he lost his family. And his family was ruined. He didn't lose the family. Also, he walked he, away from the family. He, he never actually sees. He never even, even touches his wife. He never. He goes to the wife, kind of apologizes, or and not apologizes. Just he lets, doesn't even apologize. Well, he just let because you know he's ashamed. He's ashamed of what he did. I mean, he was a monster, and he says it, and he's crying. Beautiful uh, portrayal of this character by Harry Dean Stanton, by the way, and. I, I forget the the woman's name, but she just she. I mean, she doesn't even really talk. She just looks, and you can see it wash over her face that she's starting to know who this man is. And um, over time, like maybe she has forgiven him. It's been a long time since this man, four years. Um, and the, just the shot, and it, it doesn't beat you over the head that he's a horrible person, which I think Good Time uh, didn't beat you over the head, but Good Time was more obvious. In their portrayal, like, mm. yeah, the guy makes out with, a, a like, a 16-year-old girl. Yeah. it, it, it See, with, well, that was with the point of Paris, the Texas, I love it. It's all through dialogue. And I think that is a true testament to acting. If you can move the audience and show who your character is not, by nothing, by just... It was, a, it was a wide shot. Oh, not a wide shot. It was a medium shot underneath and just dialogue robert patterson honestly i think the reason why he was so good in this is in good time in good time uh was because one he looked completely different helped pave the way so people didn't think of twilight two the action the shots were so violent and quick you never really actually have any time to study like his face mm-hmm. except for that one except scene for the ending except for the ending which i thought was good um, I so the I'm other reason I didn't like the movie is because there was just like some weird things that didn't. For instance, whenever they were driving, this uh, just a little nuisance of mine is when people are driving in films and they look to the passenger or whoever's talking for much longer than they should. Be. I, I I love that. I think I hate it because I'm like unless the film is odd to begin with, yeah. this film wasn't really odd. It was fairly realistic. Unless, I, I disagree. I thought it was very fan, like fan, fantasyful. I mean, the shots kind of weird, but like and also the, the movie itself wasn't. There wasn't 20. any. It wasn't like it was David Lynch weird. 
No, which that would have been, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was, it was still normal. It felt normal. I also, like... the story, like there was a very long story of like him getting to like rekindle with his with the kid again, mm-hmm. which I just feel like what I was saying before is I feel like this. A lot of movies were inspired by this film. Like it begins with him walking off into the desert, just him alone, and that I feel like was taken by Nebraska. Nebraska did a great job with that in the beginning, where it's just an old man walking away from something we don't know what. Um, well, yeah, it's, uh, the whole father, yeah, we know later. Um, the whole father son relationship, like kind of, I think was more intimate and done better with, for instance, Kramer versus Kramer. I, I just think bringing up, I, I, I know, I think this was. They're two different movies. I think this was like four movies in one. It was an and art I, house I film that I thought did a beautiful job of showing the The one character. thing I will say is the shots were really good. Fantastic. Shots were really good. If you've ever seen Ida, um, I don't know. it's like those the, the same like amazing shots of Ida. Um, like very still shots in Ida of just like a lot of negative space and things like that. But add color. Also, the color was done really well. There was one shot the first time we see the brother. He's on the phone, and behind him is like a building, and it's like a perfect shot. And you think, it's and then like, you think it's a building. Like you just seem like, but it just seems a bit too perfect. Like you're just like, this seems too perfect. Yeah. And then the next shot is you realize he was standing in front of a painting of a of a building. That, and it act- did. And that was really cool. Like the story, basically, the brother was uh, a. Uh, uh, billboard he like made billboards um that was his job uh-huh. so that was kind of an interesting caricature uh char- character choice there well d- uh dean stockwell is a fantastic character actor fantastic he and was... that's the brother yeah he's the brother and people would know him as uh the fancy guy from blue velvet <laughs> who sings oh wait that's him yes oh, wow who sings candy uh candy colored man and he's also uh, from the 80s That's TV nuts. show. Yeah. Uh, he's also, which I guess is a tie-in to David Lynch. Yeah. Um, we should but do a David Lynch episode. We should. Yeah. You need to watch the newest uh, Twin Peaks. Sure. All right, so to wrap this up, I love Paris, Texas. I think it's a great movie. I would see it again, uh, but I need to see it on a bigger screen. I mean, I it's would, just so beautiful. I would, would I see Good Times again? Maybe. I would I mean, see Good someone... Times at least five more times. Well, I have the DVD, uh, and I would so... I would see uh, Paris, Texas. None. I would not watch it if you held a rat to my face. But a gun. If you put what about a, gun a to my what about face, a rat with holding a gun? If you put a rat holding a gun to my face, I would laugh, and then I would I would not watch the it. The rat would have like this. Wait, is it an actual gun. size? Oh, it's a tiny gun. Yeah, it's a tiny. But gun. is it an actual working gun? It does, but it's it's okay. It's, I'm, it's I'd only... be more concerned for the rat. I feel like the rat would try to gnaw on it, yeah. and then and also throughout it this cheese, maybe the rat is starting to gain the intelligence of a human because the person who wanted this rat to shoot the gun wanted you know. It to know gun safety. Anywho, to finish it up, thumbs up, down, or undecided when it comes to Paris. I am Texas. not undecided. Uh, I I radioactively mutated myself, so I have four hands coming out of random places in my body, and they're all pointed up to. Comment the sky. which where you think the where the hands are. Yeah, draw me out. Draw, draw a photo. Um, they're all pointing up. They're uh, all pointing up. Yes, good time. I would, I would, I would have to say. say uh, that it was, I would say that it was, um, uh, 
I would I would cut off all of those thumbs. Wait, are we allowed to use thumbs? Isn't that copyrighted? Oh, uh, it's not copyrighted. It's copyrighted. No copyrighted. You copyrighted. Just saying thumbs. No, if you do, if you go to Robert Ebert's. Um, oh my deal! If Robert Eager, Ebert was he, to come from the grave. No, he has and, lawyers. Oh, he can. Uh, also, if we Disney's get sued dead. by Robert Ebert, then Disney's our dead. podcast has we reached. A lot of momentum in uh, three episodes. Uh, yeah, that would be great. I love that. All right, let's sue the us. goal of this thing. Sue Robert us. Ebert, sue us. I dare you. We dare you. Or Roger, we whatever your company dog is. Dare you. Your estate, sue us. So yeah, what was your uh, uh, rating? Oh, I hated Paris, Texas. <laughs> you hated? Hated. All right, cut. I think we faded out by this point. Oh, are we? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I'm gonna end all of them. Is just like we're just kind of like get heated and then just stop. <laughs>